What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Dolphins in Depth Podcast. I'm Daniel Yacuzzi. That is David Neal. Thanks so much for tuning in. Quick reminder before we start, make sure to subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page. Like, share, comment, as well as subscribe to the Miami Herald. Uh, now, the Miami Dolphins returned from their bye week uh, hosting the Las Vegas Raiders at Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, it was a game that both David and I thought uh, was going to be a bit of a cakewalk. I mean, yeah, the Dolphins currently covering the spread, uh, but winning by multiple scores. Uh, it did not go- play out like that, in fact. Uh, a down-to-the-wire gritty uh, game for the Dolphins, and they eventually came out uh, on top 20-13. to 13. Uh, But it took a little bit of heroics from the defense, and Jalen Ramsey specifically, two interceptions including a spectacular uh, leaping pick in the end zone uh, to move the Dolphins to seven and three, um, keep them atop the AFC East with a little bit of space, a little bit, a little bit of breathing room uh, between them and the Buffalo Bills. And now uh, they're on a short week in preparation for another divisional opponent, the New York Jets, uh, the NFL's first Black Friday game. Day after Thanksgiving, the Dolphins will be heading up to MetLife Stadium to face the Jets, uh, who have a lot of issues of their own, uh, quarterback change, three-game losing streak. We're going to get into uh, all of that and then some, um, but we're going to start with uh, this Raiders game uh, that was very interesting. I mean, we... You know, it wasn't one of those games that uh, about third quarter, you're, you know, kind of looking at uh, what's going on, what you're having for dinner, looking ahead to the next week. Um, that was very much a, a you know, a, a gritty game, as I said before, a mistake filled and mistake played game, might I add, uh, for the Dolphins who turned the ball over three times. Um they uh, turned the ball over on downs deep in the Raiders' possession, uh, Ra- Raiders uh, territory. And that really opened the door for maybe what a lot of people would have thought uh, was a kind of an upset win. But again, the defense, uh, which has really been ascending, especially since the, since the return of Jalen Ramsey, um, they uh, come through holding Aiden O'Connell uh, and the Raiders to just 13 points uh, and getting three turnover, three takeaways of their own. But I really want to focus in on the offense because this was a unit uh, that was on a record-setting pace the first couple games of the season. Um, not so much now. They've hit a little bit of a lull. They've dealt with some injuries. Um, and lo and behold, I mean, they're still first in the NFL in, in points scored and a lot of various stats. But if you look at the past three, four weeks, um, they're not the unit that, you know, we, we saw in the first month of the season, or the first half of the season, uh, 20.5 points in, in, in the last four games. They haven't even eclipsed 20 points in three of their last four. Um, and there's a little bit of stagnancy in the offense now. I mean, they're still moving the ball down the field, but, uh, you know, not converting it into points. Um, you know, we, again, it's a short week, so it's already Tuesday. We've spoken to Tua Tungvalua, uh, head coach Mike McDaniel, offense corner, Frank Smith, and plenty of players uh, who have given their insight on this. I thought it was interesting to hear McDaniel talk about um, this past game in particular and say, I really think it came down to the turnovers. Um, that's an interesting kind of perspective because they did, uh, you know, accumulate over 400 yards of offense, but when you do turn the ball over three times, I mean, that's three less opportunities that you have uh, to score. And for the Dolphins, uh, three of those came, or all three of those came um, either the Deep in the Raiders' territory, or excuse me, deep in their own territory, or very close to it. So, uh, I mean, that's something they definitely got to clean up. You know, 16 turnovers uh, is tied for 10th the most. The one thing that I would say uh, is really concerning to me is the short yardage issues. And that's really concerning to me because they had these same exact issues last year. I mean, if you fast forward back to their first year under McDaniel, um, you know, they were 32nd in, in third and short 
conversion rate, you know, third and three, third and two, third and one. Um, and in fourth and fourth and short, they, they weren't that much better. Um, and, you know, they were one of yeah, And there's only 32 teams. So that's that's kind of, uh, you know, yeah, to put it in perspective, to put it in perspective, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you, know, you know, for so, those of you new to the game, <laughs> 32 out of 32. So, you know, yeah, yeah. To, to put it in perspective, how, how, how say they were last. <laughs> exactly. But for all the improvements they've made, like the short yardage issues are still there. And it's so mind-boggling to me because this is like the most explosive offense in the NFL. They can go zero to 100 at the blink of an eye. They can, you know, Tyree Kill can go take a slant 80 yards down the field, but it's like we got to pick up one yard, two yards. They can't do it. And it's like, I, I don't know. It's, it seems like, you know, obviously, you know, the first person you're going to look at is the play caller. That, 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 that's just natural um, because they're throwing it a lot on third and short, fourth and short. I don't want to go that route because I think that there were some opportunities and McDaniel even alluded to it. You know, Tua missed Ingold on one of those fourth down, uh, third down plays. They actually had River Craycraft deep over the top. Uh, Tua wasn't able to connect with him. Um, you know, there was the one deep in the on the Raiders three yard line. McDaniel says, I would have liked to call that, take that back, maybe like not have the play fake um, instead of the play fake in there. Um, but that's something that's like, you know, when you get down to, you know, these tough games late in the season, you get in the playoffs. I mean, that's that's it's it's the little stuff here and there where, you know, you're not converting. You have to settle for a field goal or turn the ball over on downs. Um, I'm not really sure what they do there because they don't, you know, for all the improvements in the running game, uh, you would think that they'd be able to hand the ball off to Mostert or whoever it may be and get those tough yards. They don't do QB sneaks. They don't do the the, the tush push, uh, which we've been asking them about. So I'm not sure uh, what they do with that. But overall, I'm not too concerned with the offense because I think that they have dealt with some injuries, especially on the offensive line. And I think that if they can get some of these guys healthy, uh, we'll see the offense start to kind of uh, gel a little bit better. But it's going to be tough on, on Friday with the Jets for sure. There's – well, there – it's interesting. They have physical runners. Like Raheem Oster, I think, is a physical runner. I mean, he was he's, running hard all, all, yeah, all, all, all Jeff, Jeff Wilson's a physical runner. I mean, you know, these guys are fast, but they also have size. And, you know, if you, you know, basic physics, size, speed, it hits you hard. You know, you, you see Moster makes one. He makes a couple of those runs every game that, you know, gets all the sideline. The guys in the sideline go, yeah, you know, yeah. gets everybody jacked up because he runs over somebody. And, you know, but they have physical runners. They're not necessarily a physical running team, though. And it's they don't necessarily have a line that's great at that kind of th- thing. And it, and it happens with teams. Uh, my first thought would, as you made that thought of two offenses historically, um, one, the 84 Dolphins, you know, Marino's lighting it up. They're throwing the ball all over the place and everything. They didn't have much of a running game, and they actually uh, signed Pete Johnson, who was uh, this huge fullback. Uh, he was always a huge fullback it, when he was at Ohio State. He, like, set the record for – set a school record, a Big Ten record for touchdowns in the season. Uh, probably the longest of them was, like, three yards. And then he went to the Bengals, and he was a fullback there. And the Dolphins got him – assigned him basically to do short yardage stuff. And uh, they – you know, he had like nine touchdowns. I think he probably had less than 100 yards rushing the whole year. Then the uh, the other offense I thought of was the 2004 Colts with Edron James, who I think it was the Colts line as much as anything else, but they weren't great at short yardage. 
they were in fact they were like 50 percent on a third and one or something like that and there was the reason Peyton Manning had a lot of one yard touchdown passes because they just they, they would get down to the one yard line and guess what they were going to convert it I need to answer this can we just pause the video yeah three two one okay so and I think that those Colt teams had problems getting the ball. And they, that was an explosive offense you're going to see. You know, you got Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Edron James, Peyton Manning. You got three guys who are already in the Hall of Fame and one who, you know, might slip in, might slip in later. And uh, Brandon Stokely, too, the, you know, the small, fast guy out of the slot. They had a tremendous explosive offense, but tough time in short yards. And it happens with some teams. Some teams are just that, just, you know, have problems in that situation. But for the, but for the Dolphins, it kind of plays into that narrative. But and I'm not saying it's fair, but it kind of plays into that offense where it's like there's speed. And it's funny because we asked Jalen Waddle about the the way they won the game on Sunday. And he said, I think that he said he thinks that Sunday's kind of showcased of uh, an area and a kind of a, 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 a ethos of the team that's not really praised as much because everyone focuses on the speed and uh, the 20 miles per hour. Um, but that does kind of play in their narrative. Like, all right, when you need more physicality in those short yarded situations, they're not, they're not, you know, able to do it. And they don't even, they don't even run that much. And I wrote a story about it that just went up on the, on, on the website um, uh, early, early Tuesday, but like they don't run, they don't even try to run that much. So there's, there's some teams that third and three, they will run the ball. You know, they'll spread you out and they will yeah. run the ball because they, they have confidence in that. Um, the Dolphins, you know, they're, they're, they're going to stick true, stay true to their motion, kind of the, the, the deception, the play fakes and whatnot. Um, and, and again, you know, I remember in have, I remember the Bills game yeah. last year. I remember the Bills game last year. Uh, they had these issues as well. I think they were like one for five or one for six on, on third and short. And it's like I don't want to say it cost them the game, but it contributes. Um, you know, they had to settle for a field goal one time uh, against the Raiders. They weren't able to convert. You know, deep in the in inside the five yard line. So it's like the little things like that. Um, I don't think that's like the 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 main thing that's wrong with the offense. I think that um, you know, I really I would say probably the running game not being as strong as it's been. I mean, I think since week seven they're 29th in rushing, so they're they've pretty much reverted back to what they were last. Uh, uh, last right. year in terms of kind of rushing efficiency. Um, and I think that, again, that kind of ha has a lot to do with, with the offensive line. I mean, kind of got to give them kudos. You got to give them kudos to making do, but they use their six different offensive line combination against the Raiders. Um, you know, you're with the, without your starting, uh, your starting guards. I mean, after a while, you know, we talk about next man up, and you mentioned that too. But there is a trickle down effect, and after a while, it's hard to say next man up. But we don't even know what's going to happen with Rob Jones and Rob Hunt because uh, both of them, you know, it's estimation on Tuesday because uh, they just held a walkthrough. But Rob Jones didn't practice. Rob Hunt was limited. We don't know if those guys are going to play. Um, so it's tough, you know. The offensive line is the core, and I think that that was probably the core of a lot of the improvements they made. But if you have two, three injuries along the offensive line, it's tough to to make up the difference. Uh, you know, across it affects the run game, it affects the pass game, and this residuals. And it, and also you you know, once you get injuries against you get injuries on the offensive line against the Eagles. Good luck with that. Yeah, you know, you get injuries on the offensive line against the Chiefs. The way look at the way the Chiefs defense is playing. Again, you know, okay, you know, you not you, it's a struggle, and they nearly pulled it out, but that's still a struggle. And look, look, turnovers are a killer. Turnovers are just absolutely killer. You get, you know, two two fewer red zone, you know, or two fewer turnovers rather in that game, 
and it's a different game altogether. The score is different. The Raiders are approaching the game differently. Uh, their rookie quarterbacks in a different situation. And then the you know the Dolphins defense, the way they're playing, maybe they feast a little more. Maybe there's another turnover the other way. It, it, you know, but you turn the ball over, you know, three times a game. Uh, and one of those or two of those are in scoring position. It completely changed the game. We saw that last night. Everybody saw it last night. You know, the Chiefs could have put that – they were up by 10. They could have put that game away. And they, and guess what? They left it there on the table, and the Eagles came and ate, the, came and ate what they left on the table. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, and that's Kansas City. So, um, you know, the Dolphins – turnovers are a huge, were a huge thing the other day, and the Raiders had been having trouble creating them before the coaching change. Um, whether it's, you know, coaching, uh, players playing a different way, players focusing more on it, they're now creating turnovers. And, you know, that's just a huge thing. And obviously, and and even though the Dolphins still win these games, it's... Like how you're winning the games, you know? Yeah, it makes it a little... It just makes it tighter, makes it tougher, you know, without... You know, without a couple of those turnovers, you know, we're not you don't need Jalen Ramsey to make a fantastic interception at the end to clinch the game. But yeah, that's you know, and, and so you know, it, 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 it's it's rarely one thing, you know. Um, you know, you don't convert on third down, okay? You know, you're now you're funny, you do or you know, you turn the ball over and don't get points out of a drive, any points out of a drive where you could have gotten three or seven, you're not creating you're not putting the other team in a bad position or even creating the idea. Because sometimes that's as important as anything else, especially in the NFL. The idea that the team is in a tight position. You you ever seen – you ever notice how many times in the NFL teams are like, well, we, we, we had to get away from our running game. We got down by two scores. And you're like, dude, it was the second quarter. Yeah. What's, what's the problem? But but NFL teams, they, they get panicky. They get panicky, man. But that, that you know what? They don't have the first down stop on the clock like they used to in college all the time. They don't, whatever it is, buddy. They get down two scores, and people say, oh, "We got to, we got to, we got to do all this. We got to, we got to get, get it back. We got to get it back." You know, and the Dolphins profited from that earlier in the season. Yeah, and uh, you know, so. Yeah, it's, you know, turnovers, offensive line, you know, a little bit of inefficiency. Other teams being pretty good, you know. Um, the Raiders aren't terrible defensively. They do have, like, one real stud on that defense, at least. Uh, Max Crosby's a problem every single play. And, you know, they're playing the Eagles and playing the Chiefs, the, you know, who are two very good defenses uh, that are good. That if you're not healthy and you're not on your game, if you're inefficient at all, you're not going to look good. And they didn't. Uh, the Jets are a team. You know, we we saw them last year cause a lot of problems. But you know, and if the Jets had a quarterback, well, <laughs> they'd be yeah. in the mix. Yeah, I mean, de- defensively, you know, it's it is going to be a very interesting matchup because I think that you know when we 
we talked about the the offensive line injuries. Um, I'd say the strength. I mean, outside of the cornerbacks, the real strength of that just defense is along the defensive line. So there's like any area that they can maybe expose. You know that that is a matchup that probably that might favor uh, the Jets. And again, there's a lot of uncertainty for the Dolphins uh, um, in terms of offensive availability. You know, I mentioned some of the guards. Um, Devon Achan uh, aggravated his injury and his uh, his knee injury in his first game back in a month. Um, he was a limited participant was the estimation for Tuesday's walkthrough. But um, me personally, I'd be surprised if he plays um, on Friday just because of the cautious nature uh, that they've been taking with these injuries. So some other guys um, that are really crucial to that offense that, that have been, you know, either you know out of the lineup or in and out of the lineup, kind of playing with injuries. So, um, you know, there's a lot. The standard has increased, has, has definitely arisen for this Dolphins offense because of the, uh, the way they kind of came on, burst onto the scene. Um, I think that long term they're going to be good. Um, but you know, you definitely want to see them play a little bit better. I want to see them play better on the road. They're gonna have an opportunity uh to do that on Sunday. Um, I think I think that 70-point game just just threw everything Frank off. Frank Smith said that. Frank Smith said it, that it just threw yeah. everything off, it threw everything off statistically. Yeah, it threw everything maybe off even percep- the perception. Like Frank Smith yeah. said, hey, Frank Smith said, Hey, like teams see what you do, like teams saw that game. And they were like, they're not doing that to us. So it's like, we're getting everybody's best. I mean, he's not using that as an excuse, but he's being honest. You know, like, we're getting everything. We're getting every team's uh, most unique defensive game plan. It's like, we got to be able to adjust and do what we do regardless. So, uh, I mean, again, the standards have risen, but, you know, they're not playing to the standard and expectation that, you know, we all have for them right now on offense. Right. And, and uh, let's look at, let me just look at how things have changed. Look, look at Denver's defense the last few weeks. Yeah, that I mean, does not look like a defense that gave up 70 points in two or three weeks, much less one game. But, you know, and things change. And, I, you know, I think that was, you know, games like that are the, a confluence of a lot of things coming together at one time that usually doesn't happen, you know, again in a season or, or often. I mean, clearly, you know. Yeah. So... Um, but I think that did kind of screw things up. But I, the Dolphins are still quite, you know, obviously an explosive offense. Um, you know, they've they showed it again last week. Uh, they're still they're still an offense that you know you make a couple of mistakes and they can and they can go burn you. And it's just okay now you need to, but you need to also be a good team at sustaining drives. And I. You know, this will be interesting this week to see. This will be a very interesting game this week uh, with a short week, a short week preparation for the Jets, too. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you, do it. No, I just, I just think it's going to be very interesting to, to their, their short week of preparation for the, the Dolphins. And I think, you know, I think they're going to see a very I, th- I think they're going to see a Dolphins team they really haven't seen before because they sure, sure as heck didn't see it last year in the two games. Yeah, Tua didn't play in those games. Um, and Tua mentioned that, you know, he said, um, you know, it's going to be a little different for me. You know, it was like there's not as much familiarity because I haven't played them in over a year. Um, so, yeah, yeah definitely uh, there's a lot of challenges. He's, Tua said, you know, for the offense, it's more mental reps than physical reps. Um, but, they, you know, they'll have, to, they'll have to make sure that they're uh, kind of clean up those mistakes. I mean, in regards to the Broncos game, you know, it was actually kind of like, doing some number crunching. It's like, even if you get rid of the, the Denver game, it's still averaging 
27 points a game. So, you know, 20.5 uh, over the last four. That's definitely not cutting it. Uh, they've got to improve that, and we'll see if they do that on Friday. All right, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to discuss that Dolphins defense, which, hey, they, they've turned things around the last month. I mean, uh, Jalen Ramsey was asked after the game, this is a defensive-led team. He wouldn't go that far, but we're going to discuss whether this is a team that uh, will and needs to lean on its defense over the stretch one uh, of the season. Stay locked with us, and we'll be back soon. What's going on, everybody? Still here on the Dolphins and the podcast with David Neal talking all things Dolphins. Now, in the first half, we broke down the Dolphins offense, which – uh, it's hit a little bit of a speed bump uh, in the middle of the season. Um, but, you know, they've been lifted, or really the Dolphins have been lifted by uh, the emergence of their defense. Now, this is a defense that struggled in the first half, uh, first couple games of the season. We know they dealt with some injuries, most notably to Jalen Ramsey. Uh, but he's back. This entire defense is healthy, and they've hit the ground running. Um, they held the uh, they held the Kansas City Chiefs scoreless in the second half of uh, second half of that game. Really, only only gave up fourteen points. Uh, the other seven came from a uh, turnover return for a touchdown. Um, had a great game against the uh, New England Patriots in Ramsey's debut uh, back in Week Eight, and now um, they really. Uh, saved the, the the Dolphins in that 2013 win. Um, again, they were put on several short fields, um, but they only gave up 13 points. They had three takeaways, two of them coming from Jalen Ramsey, including the game ceiling uh, interceptions. I said uh, before uh, in the teaser to this uh, this topic, um, Ramsey was asked, like, is this going to be a like? Is this a, can be can this be a defensive team? Can the um, ethos of the team uh, kind of change? Where this is a defensive led team, uh, and Ramsey said, "Nah, he's like I wouldn't say that because you know those guys on their side, like they're they're electric, they do what they do." Um, but when you think about it, I mean, this was a defense that you know had more. I mean, for all all the great things that the Dolphins' offense did uh, in twenty twenty two, their first year with Mike McDaniel, this was a defense that I think was definitely hyped more. You know, in the offseason, um, just because of the names that they had. You know, you know the offense is Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, but I think from top to bottom, um, there were way fewer questions about the D. Like the question about the Dolphins' offense was like, all right, can Tua stay healthy? Can the offensive line uh, stay healthy? Can the running game get going? For the defense, it was like. All right, how quickly are you guys going to be top 10, top five? That was really the question. There were, I mean, when you look at each level of the defense, um, there was no major question, maybe at safety. Um, but I think the expectation was that this defense was going to be just as good or just as dominant, if not more dominant than the offense, which is kind of crazy, uh, crazy to, to think. Um, I, me personally, I think that this is going to be a team that leans on its defense um, uh, more because, you know, as you know, you start to get, you know, later in the season, you colder climate, colder weather. Um, you know, it seems like defenses are starting to catch up to the Dolphins offense just a little bit. You know, they're not – I don't know if they're going to be putting up 30 points a game um, every single week. Um, I think this is the type of suffocating defense that, you know, could really lead them down the stretch run because what we're seeing it all click. You know, it's not just – you know, and this, this predated Ramsey, honestly. I mean, they – you look back yeah. to the Eagles game, and albeit 31 points given up doesn't – look great um but they had some key stops had some key turnovers again they really kept dolphins offense uh the dolphins yeah. in that game before the offense kind of started to pick things up in the second half a little bit so this kind of predates ramsey and ramsey joining is just in you know that whole unit getting healthy is only just uh you know really kicked it into another gear i mean they're now top 10 uh in, in yards and, and whatnot um top 10 top five in sacks 
Um, this does feel like a, a team that, you know, is for all the for all the, you know, praise that the offense gets, it feels like a team that really is going to be defined by the defense in, in the second half of the year. What do you think? I don't I don't know if it's going to be defined by the defense, but I think the Dolphins, I mean, look, it, it, this happens even in this very offense-driven league, uh, the, which, you know, has never been more offense-driven than it is these is these days when defenders can barely, you know, hit a quarterback or hit anybody without, you know, getting a penalty. Uh, it's still your defense that at some point are, they're going to have to make plays, make some big plays to for you to win in the playoffs and uh, if you're going to win a championship you're going to have, you know your defense is going to have to make plays you don't have to have the greatest defense in the world but you, you got to have one that's going to you know that's going to make a play, make some plays and stop somebody at some point um you know ask Philadelphia they you know they could they could have gotten a stop in the second half you know they they'd have a super bowl champ title you know they could whine about the officiating all they want. Get a stop, you know. Um, and, you know, Kansas City in that game, their defense got a, got them a touchdown, even when they were getting rolled. And then their defense stepped up in the second half. Your your defense just does need – it needs to show up and it needs to make big plays in certain – you know, at some point if, it, if they're not going to be suffocating. And the Dolphins' defense looks like it might be – you know, pretty darn suffocating. Um, you know, again, as you pointed out, they shot out the Chiefs for a half. Uh, they looked really good against New England. They looked very good the other day. They had really gave up one play, you know, one big one big play, big, big play to Devontae Adams. Okay, you gave a big play to Devontae Adams. That's a that's not a small club. Um and uh yeah, going forward. They're going to be the ones that are going to have to stop Baltimore and Lamar Jackson. Um, they're going to have to be the ones that, you know, that slow down or stop Dallas, which is you know got a pretty darn good offense. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, and I think this these playoffs are looking kind of interesting in the AFC too. Yeah, you there's no, there's no. I don't know if there's a great team right now. I think the no, Dolphins, there, no, there, no, there clearly isn't a great team. If the Dolphins' <laughs> offense gets it going, I think that they can reach that potential, and I, that's why I say I think that they have the highest ceiling of any team in the AFC. But I don't think there's a great team in the AFC. But, but no, but th- there's no great team, definitely not. But you look at the teams that there are that there are. Okay, Casey is right now. They're they're being kind of they're being sort of carried by their defense as much as their offense, if not more. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of a trend across across the the, the league. Really, the top teams are are being led by the D- right. Ravens. And, you know, for all their offensive, you know, you know Cleveland. Explosion. Yep, Cleveland. They're in the mix because they're still in the mix because of their defense. Yep. Pittsburgh. Yep. Look, look at that offense. I mean, just fired. Yeah, just fired the coordinator. Yeah, that's like mad. That's like Madden stuff. People like the the best Madden players winning with that offense, and that's a de- that's defense. Um, you know, so you're going to have to, you know, the Bengals are kind of out of the mix now. So, you know, your defense is going to have to, you know, either make some big plays or they might have to, 
you know, match other defenses in one of these, you know, slug it out 17-14 playoff games. I mean, that, 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 that's the type of game that it was, I mean, truthfully, yeah. on Sunday. And they were they and, were up for the challenge on defense. And – but even if the, even if you get into some, some type of shootout, you know, let's – you know, uh, you get a shootout with Baltimore, like they're – you know, because that's a pretty – that's a really explosive team that if they get things right, they're really, really hard to stop. Um, you know, I don't know, somebody – brings back Stickham or something in KC's wide receivers stop dribbling passes all over the place and you get in a shootout with them. Uh, you're still going to, at some point, that game, that game is going to be won by whichever defense makes a play, yeah. makes a big play, makes the big moment, you know, uh, you know, hitting a fumble, interception, something. So. And I think, I, mean, that, I think, but that's the thing that sticks out to me is that like with Ramsey there, like they're not only they, like before they were kind of like a bend but don't break, but they were breaking type defense. Um, not only does having like Ramsey and X on both sides, like really like you know, quarterbacks have to hold the ball for an extra second or whatever it may be, but like they're like actually taking the ball away now. Like they were, I mean, they still do rank toward the bottom of the NFL in takeaways, but they have seven interceptions this season, and three have come with Ramsey, uh Ramsey from Ramsey in the past three games. So it's like, he's not only like locking guys down, but he's taking the ball away and giving it back to the offense, giving more opportunities to the offense. So not only, not only are you, you know, you've been stout against the run. You're not giving up a lot of big plays, but now you're taking the ball over like taking the ball away. And like, you have real playmakers on there. That's what makes me say, okay, like this is a complete defense. Like they have playmakers and guys who can impact the game on all levels, uh, on all levels of the defense. So that's why I'm saying, like, okay, like this isn't just, you know, like we're playing sturdy defense, making a punt. It's like, no, like we're actually taking the ball away. And, and again, I mean, they've that's one of the that's also one of the things that we haven't talked about. Well, I guess as a, as a, on a team level, is that they're turning the ball over a lot, so they're giving up possessions and they're not getting extra possessions. Um, they were fortunate to break even against the Raiders because they had three uh, second half takeaways with all those interceptions. Um, that's something that we haven't seen a lot, you know. So um, you know, Ramsey said. It's kind of pick your poison with, you know, wanting to be a stout defense in terms of giving up yards and then being kind of an opportunistic defense. And then you strive uh, to get both. I mean, they're getting both right now, which is good for them. Uh, and, you know, that's why, I like, you know, I, I I keep on saying it. I've been I was high on this defense when they first got Ramsey, um, you know, pre Ramsey injury, um, you know, it took a little bit minute, it took a little bit of a minute to get there. Um, but this is looking like one of the better defenses in the NFL. The, the raw stats don't show it because they did get off to such a slow start in the first month of the season. But if you look at the past four or five weeks, kind of it's kind of weird. It's coincided with um, kind of the decline of the offense a little bit. The, the defense has been, uh, you know, rising as well. So, again, if they can get both to merge, you don't have the – the offense doesn't have to be, you know, 70 points. It doesn't have to be running like at that at that rate. But, you know, if they're just a little more efficient and then you're getting this type of defense, I think that this defense is more sustainable than maybe this offense, the offensive explosion has been. I think the defense is maybe a little bit more well, sustainable. Defense is always more sustainable than than big offense. You know, you can't, you know, you, you just, it, it's really hard to sustain 30-something points a game. That's why you don't, you've seen very few teams able to do that in NFL history, you know. Um and defense, and it's why you know team when teams rebuilding, they tend to start 
really they want to get okay let's get a quarterback let's get him some weapons but then they really want okay let's get a defense that can keep us into a game in a game and um yeah i mean clearly the dolphins defense has been like i said very good the last few weeks and you know having you know your lockdown corners giving you know obviously does give your gives guys a chance to get you know that one more second to get at the quarterback which you know any sack is any sack is huge, and sacks late in the game are, you know, I still go back to the Bill Walsh. You know, a pass rush late in the game is the key to winning in the NFL, and I think he's I think it's completely accurate because that just it just screws up your whole program when and it it screws up what you can do, and especially on those late game drives, teams are not as willing to be gutsy, especially if the sack happens back in their own end, that gives you better field position. It gives you the chance to, you know, win the game in what in the, these one score games, which is what most NFL games are and what games are going to be in the playoffs. You know, yeah, I mean, they're, I don't know if they're, like I said, I don't know if they're going to be carried by their defense, but I think their defense was going to play a huge role. And I think it's interesting that I think it's good as you pointed out that, you know, as the offense is kind of leveled off and maybe slid back a little bit, here comes the defense. That's, you know, that's team football. Um, you know, that's every – very few teams go through a whole season where the offense is clicking all the time and the de- or the defense is clicking all the time. And at some point, you know, one unit falters, the other unit needs to pick, needs to pick up the slack or, you know, you wind up with – two good units in a team that's like nine and seven and sitting at home. So, uh, or nine and eight these days, I guess, sitting at home. Um, So, you know, that's, yeah, that is, this is very, it's very interesting to to watch the, uh, watch the unit and watch. And you realize, I think just my goodness, they really do have a lot of playmakers there. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, Jalen Phillips yeah. was making plays. Christian Wilkins yeah. was making plays. Yeah. Um, I mean, Xavier Howard, you know, he had a pretty good game, too, as well, yeah. with uh, Avante Adams. Um, you know, they weren't shadowing him, but um, he had a really, some really good coverage. Javon Holland looked like he had a a fumble recovery for, for six early in that game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, at all levels, they have playmakers. I mean, as alluded to, I mean, Mike McDaniel mentioned that as well. You know, you're not going to have, uh, you know, you're not going to have perfect execution across the board. Sometimes you need one side to pick up the other side, and we've definitely seen that. Uh, over the past couple of weeks. Um, we're going to finish uh, with some game predictions uh, on a short week, day after Thanksgiving, the first ever Black Friday game uh, at MetLife Stadium, Dolphins-Jets. Um, Jets, as I mentioned, coming off a three-game, uh, in the midst of a three-game losing streak, uh, they've made a quarterback change. Um, Zach Wilson out, Tim Boyle in. Um, interesting stat that um, our own Barry Jackson brought up. Um, he in his, Tim Boyle's last 59 pass attempts he's thrown six picks which is a remarkable rate um i i didn't think that they were going to make this move on a short week i thought that maybe they would ride it out with zach wilson um and then maybe make the change uh with a little more prep but not nah, they, they seem like they're done with them because he's been demoted to the number three quarterback well um, yeah <laughs> yeah i mean I, I as i mentioned before i think that this is 
I think we can see a similar type game that we saw um, last Sunday just because it's a short week. Weird things happen on short week. They're playing on the road where they have struggled with some of the crowd noise. And again, I think that the uh, the Jets' defense could present some issues for a banged-up Dolphins offensive line. Um, but if you're the Dolphins, this is a game that you got to win. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You got to win this game. I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um, but, you know, the offense or the defense, I think that is, is in a prime position um, to get a couple turnovers, set you up with short fields. Maybe that kind of is a little remedy for um, the Dolphins' uh, recent issues on offense. I think it's a 24-10 to 10 type game. I know it sounds like a blowout, but I think it's going to be pretty close. I don't think the Dolphins' offense is going to explode, but I think the Dolphins' defense is going to have another great day against uh, you know Ted Boyle and whatever else uh, the Jets have to offer on offense. See, we we we've, we've been doing now. We've been doing this long enough. Cause see, we I was thinking that sounds like like twenty four nine, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's tough for me to say that they're gonna get in the end zone. They went like they went just went like a month or something like that without scoring an offensive touchdown. Yeah, those are, yeah, with, with, I don't know. With, you know, and 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 now you bringing out Ichabod interception on, and, and you think they gonna get the end zone? Where the Dolphins defense playing? Man, come on. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go with uh, something more like 27-9. Um, I think this is a game where it is a short week, uh, but and the Jets defense is really good. I think the Dolphins defense really has really get really gets theirs. In this one, and they, yeah. they and they they belly up to the table, and it's they gonna get their they gonna get their Black Friday sale of uh, turnovers, and um, yeah, they there I can see a few uh, I can see a few interceptions, a few you know maybe a scoop and score, so a few Apple turnovers that don't yeah yeah you know. exactly yeah, yeah trying trying to stay in the festive mood I don't know. Probably didn't land well. I'll save the save the jokes for you. But we're both going. We're both rolling with the uh, the Dolphins on a short week against a uh, just a, a, a bad yeah bad in, the, uh, team. in the in the left you know the leftover shootout. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, interesting. I'm gonna say I've covered. I feel like I've covered just about every uh, a football game on just about every day. Uh, you really have at this point. And, and, you know, and, 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 and on in both hemispheres too. It's uh, I know, right? Ah, man, duality of man. You know, Sundays, Thursdays, Mondays. I'm pretty sure a couple years back, the uh, the thrice postponed Ravens Steelers game. I think they ended up playing down on a Wednesday or something like that. I covered yeah, that game as yeah. well. Uh, so just you know, just another uh, another accolade in my journalism uh, <laughs> career. Uh, but again, we're going we're rolling with the Dolphins uh, to improve to eight and three. Just a quick little tidbit. Um, you know, the Chiefs lost to the. Eagles on Monday night kind of opened more of a pathway to the number one seed. Um, you know, technically the Dolphins with a win on Friday would momentarily leapfrog the Ravens into number uh, for the number one seed in the AFC. Obviously, they'd be subject to change if the Ravens beat uh, the Chargers on Sunday night, and I believe the Chiefs are taking on the Raiders. Hope that think that's right. Uh, so, but but again, the standards are getting close. All these games matter. Uh, the Dolphins have a strength of schedule that's, uh, you know, middle of the pack compared to some of the other AFC teams. So there's a real opportunity to rack up some wins. And then you never know. Things fall your way. You know, maybe you get to uh, host a couple home games at Hard Rock uh, come the playoffs. But the focus is on Friday. 
uh, against the Jets, and we'll see how that unfolds. All right, that brings us to the end of uh, to the end of another edition of the Dolphins Net Podcast. I want to thank you guys as always. You know, we're in the mood of being grateful, gratitude, thankful. I'm very thankful uh, that you guys have tuned in and are tuning in uh, into the Dolphins Net Podcast. Um, as always, subscribe to the Miami Heritage YouTube page, like, share, comment as well. Subscribe to the Miami Heritage again. It's a short week. We'd be uh, really thankful for that. We'd be extremely thankful for that. Uh, very, very thankful. And I'd be thankful for that because, again, we're on a short week. Uh, so we have a final, uh, really the first full practice for the Dolphins will be on Wednesday. Uh, we'll get some more injury updates uh, from Mike McDaniel and others. Uh, so definitely stay tuned to the Miami Herald for your latest Dolphins update. We'll be back next week to recap another, I don't want to, can I say weekend? Because it's on a Friday. Another week. Another no, it's not do- another weekend of NFL football and Does it still count? It's on a Friday. Okay, another weekend. We'll be back next week to recap another we'll talk, weekend. We'll talk to you about Dolphins, Jets, and whoever the heck they play next. Who do they play next after that? Commanders. Uh, but the focus what? is on the, the Commanders. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. But the focus is on the Jets, and we'll be back next week to recap that. And yeah, they're focused on um, the Jets. <laughs> but until then, you guys take care. See ya. Happy Thanksgiving.